Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're talking about when you're watching The Princess and the Frog. So, I, you know, there's a lot of things about this movie that I didn't really um, think about as a kid. I remember I watched it and I was so, I really enjoyed the premise. I really enjoyed the idea that, uh, you know, as a kid I was like, you hear about the princess and the frog where like she kisses him and he turns into this handsome prince and stuff. And I thought that was just like a little bit weird, but I was like, all right, you know, it's just a story. It's whatever. You know, all of the stories are weird. Like Rapunzel has long hair, all this stuff. So I just didn't really, I don't know. Uh, there were a lot of things about it that like I didn't pay all that much attention to or didn't really care about all that much. So first things that first thing when I was like rewatching this movie and I was kind of like, figuring out like little uh things about it was that i had no idea that this movie was set back in like the 1920s and stuff because you know i was I, it felt so modern to me it didn't feel like uh like a time period piece sort of so to speak it just felt like a regular old it just it felt like it was set in modern times you know and uh that the Cars and other things were stylistic choices, not necessarily to reflect the time period. But, you know, I could, I, you know, obviously I was really wrong on that. And also it was just, it, if, if they really wanted to be historically accurate, you know, there's, there's no way Tiana would have been a business owner back then because of historical reasons. It's just, you know, it just felt weird. That's why I thought it was more of like set in the modern day, but... I mean, it works both, you know, they, they, they got me, you know what I mean? I didn't know that, um, I had no idea that it was set in the, in the past or like in the 1920s. So the fact that it was able to appeal in like all time periods was, uh, was a really cool thing. So why am I talking about this movie? Cause I feel like this movie is kind of like a quiet, you know, obviously it's like a fairy tale, um, romance fantasy movie but it's also a cooking movie if you remember this movie is like this movie is about tiana wanting to open her own restaurant and she got to be a good cook to do that so i just i felt like because this month is we're focusing you know the big the big thing in this month is to focus on like one meal i thought you know what? Let's talk about some some cooking movies, and this is definitely a cooking movie. It's not like a, you know, a totally cent uh, centered around like them making, you know, being in a restaurant and cooking and chopping up uh, vegetables and serving it to customers like all the time, right? Because it obviously has to transition to them doing other things. But for right now. I thought I'd talk a little bit about the cooking in this movie. So, it's set in Louisiana, uh, New Orleans, um, which is like the go-to spot for food. Like, just a amazing... I mean, they got everything over there. I mean, everything... They, they, they you know, they deep-fry, they boil, they put into a soup, they cook, they, they do everything down there. So, the number one thing from this movie that everybody talks about and that I, like... Oh, I want to try so bad. I've never, I've never been to New Orleans. Um, I would love to go and just get beignets. Just, just get a whole thing of beignets. Just to, just to enjoy that. I mean, 
just to enjoy those beignets. I, and when you watch them in the movie, they, they make it so much cooler in the movies. They do something about it in the movies that's just like, oh my goodness. And cartoon food always looks better than real food. Not that the beignets in real life don't look good. They, they look amazing, especially with the powdered sugar on top. It's more so they're like, dude, when you see those beignets, when you see that, uh, what's his, uh, Tiana's friend's dad. When you see him eating the beignets or like her plating them, oh my goodness, dude, you just you just want one. You want to try it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like they should make more cartoon cooking movies. You know what I mean? But anyways, uh, next is a gumbo. Gumbo. They, they make gumbo. They make like soup in this movie quite frequently. Um, Tiana makes one as like a frog. Uh, I think Mama Odie is making one, and then she's like, Tiana, what do you think about this? And then she's like, just give it a little bit of hot sauce, and that, that'll be it. And she's like, ooh, yeah. So uh, there's so many things that, that they do. It's not like very, what is it? It's not very seasoning. I mean, they definitely season the food, but it's more of like a, they don't tell you exact methods of how to cook or how to make it right they're most more focused on the flavor and just like a quick like um what's it called advice no not advice more of like a a helping hand to figure out like how to make the dish how to make gumbo taste as best as it can you know and they do it in a quick way but they definitely season they definitely season and there were any number of new you know uh new orleans food that they could have made um Right now, that's those those are the main two that stuck out in my head uh, right now. But they have like a whole they have like crawfish out there. They do like um, I'm pretty sure they do pasta. Maybe I think they do like a whole bunch of them that they don't necessarily show. But uh, I wish they had just I, you know what they should do? They should do a sequel with Tiana doing her you know. Uh, cooking in her restaurant and all the things that com that comes with, you know, because they make it seem like some big fairy tale, which it is, you know, it's it's amazing, it's incredible, but it's kind of like you gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta kind of show the the daily ins and outs of it, you know what I mean? And uh, I think that would be cool. So let's go. Let's get to the real nitty gritty of this movie, to the real uh, meat and bones of it all. So Tiana has just been denied. You know, she has been outbid for her number one spot. So she wants to open this restaurant and whatnot. You know the story, but I'm just trying to, you know, get through it. She just got outbid and she's kind of like, darn, you know, my life sucks and I can't do anything. You know, I, I'm, I'm a failure. I'm not going to be able to get the money in time. And so she sees this frog and the frog talks. She's like, oh my gosh. So first of all, if a frog talks to you and it's not like, What's it called? If it doesn't talk to you like a frog, then you're just kind of like, what? I, 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 don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. I think uh, just a frog talking in general would be out like so far out there. But she handles it pretty well. And then she goes, uh, the frog is like, just give me one kiss. You know, I'll turn back into a human and I'll give you the money for whatever it is that you want, you know, but you got to help me. And she's like, all right, okay, let me do my thing. She gives him one kiss and then bam, choo, she turns into a frog. And this is where the, the whole twist of the movie comes in. You know what I'm saying? So 
Now that we got the twist, now she's stuck as this frog. She has no idea what's going on. And now she has to like get get with the frog so that way they can figure out how to change back. It's a whole process. So now that they're both frogs, it's all about changing back. You know, this is all the journey. Is how to how do you change back into who you once were? But you know, obviously they have to grow, develop, become better, uh, situated, become a better version of themselves, I guess. Um, and I think in this movie, the journey for Tiana is kind of. I don't want to say it's it's like heavy on the romance, you know what I mean? But I do feel like she needs like a little bit of a, you know, because she is focused. She knows what she wants and she's willing to work hard for it. But she kind of needs like a, just a little bit of a break, just a moment to enjoy herself, enjoy, you know, romance, enjoy a, something good for her. You know what I mean? She's so selfless. She works so hard for her parents, you know, for her mom, for her father's legacy and kind of like doing what he taught her how to do, you know, just giving so much and working so hard to make her dreams a reality. There are certain points where you just feel like, take it easy. You know, you want Tiana to to get everything that she's worked hard for, but at the same time, you're kind of like, can she just like relax? Can she just be... Tiana, not this uh, waitress, not this cook, not this, you know, even though those are aspects to who she is and they're valuable, it's just kind of like, you, you're more than that, you know what I mean? And you can have fun, you can relax, you can be okay. And that comes from uh, Naveen, Nav, Nav, ah, darn it, I, I, f I forget his name, Naveen. Um, I, if, it, if that's the wrong name, I'm so sorry, but whatever. Naveen because of his carefree attitude and his kind of like you know the the way that he enjoys life he enjoys music he enjoys dancing he enjoys doing all these other things that you know he's you know he's not in particular he's not a hard worker like Tiana so for him to learn new skills for him to show her how to relax or kind of take it easy you know is i think something that's very much enjoyable and she also teaches him a lot so that's that's great for them so it, it really is the a story of like a privileged man meets a hard-working woman put them in a room together what happened you know put them on an adventure together and what did they what did they learn from each other and i guess the biggest one that tiana learns from him is relax and i i i guess take it easy and he learns how to chop vegetables, how to work hard. She teaches him. Um, she she teaches him valuable skills and lessons, and kind of together they they figure out this this cute and happy balance together that uh, that works, you know. And it it really is sweet to see. And then. Throughout the journey, obviously, they're going on an adventure. They make new friends. They meet new people. They meet um, Mama Odie. <clears throat> they meet Ray. They meet Louis, you know. So they make friends along the way. And that kind of dynamic helps them 
figure figure each other out, see how they are in different settings and meeting new people. You know what I'm saying? So back to this frog romance, because the frog romance isn't really, you know, because if you want to look at it through the layers, you know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily them turning into frogs per se, right? It's them transforming into like the ugliest parts about themselves, I guess, you know? Tiana is so <clears throat> up in her head, maybe, so to speak, that she, I don't want to say in a moment of weakness, I mean, kind of, not really, but kind of, not really, I don't want to say like a moment of weakness where she was like so broken down that she couldn't figure herself out. I was, I want to be more like, um, what's it called? No, it's, it's more like in a, in a moment where she's beaten down by the man, so to speak, she kind of was like, let me see if I can get a quick fix. What, let me see if I can figure out a, an easy route. You know, and then going against sort of her morals, you know, or the way that she she was raised, she lowers herself down to just a, a regular person or like a, somebody who she's not. And in doing that, she faces consequences. There's there's failure to that. And that failure is she kind of turns into a frog. And you can look at it as like she turns into this frog because she she, you know, wants something quick and easy, not the, you know, she wants uh, to drive on someone else's road instead of, um, instead of making her own, instead of uh, building it herself. So that's where it happened. And then the same thing for Naveen. Naveen. He wanted, uh, he wanted a quick fix to his, you know, he, his looks are gone, you know what I mean? So he's no longer this handsome, charming prince. He's this small green frog and he just wants to get back to his regular life and be a normal, young, happy bachelor. And he wants a quick fix. And what does he do? He he transforms into like this less valuable, less desirable kind of an animal. And um, he ends up dragging Tiana down with him because he wants that to change he wants to go back to something normal and in doing so he's kind of caused her a lot of problems and it's just this whole like thing about accountability you know what I mean being somebody who's um somebody with uh integrity somebody like him who who should do the right thing but he doesn't because he wants the the easy way so again, it's just that, you know, he's the, he's the young prince from, uh, Maldonia and she's this working woman from Louisiana. It's like, they shouldn't, you know, they, it'd be very rare for them to like, if they didn't transform, obviously it'd be very rare for them to like really cross paths, but because they both lowered themselves down to taking the easy route, you know, they both fail in a moment of, uh, let's just say weakness, then, um, you know, then they, uh, they're able to find this, 
to figure each other out by going on this adventure, by trying to turn back. And it's kind of a, a weird thing, but in a way it's like the inconvenience that they both turn into frogs makes connection for the both of them. You know, it's kind of like that thing where it's like, uh, you know, maybe you, you, uh, you get into a car accident with your girlfriend or something, right? Like, let's say you get into an Uber, right? And then the Uber gets into a car crash and you and your girlfriend are in there and you kind of like protect your girlfriend or whatever. And it's like, you guys are like connected from that, like, obviously that disaster, that crash, that, that moment, that impact, right? So it was an inconvenience to get hit by that car, but then like, that kind of, uh, it's kind of like a, you know, some sort of like a, a trauma bond. You guys both go through something traumatic together. You're able to connect a lot easier. But obviously, this one's more of like a, that, I mean, I don't know if I would define it as traumatic, but it would definitely be like, it's a huge inconvenience. It's definitely a big change, you know, and it makes them connect because now they're both in it together. They're both able to relate to each other as equals. You know what I mean? They're not, she's not the hardworking in the kitchen woman and he's not the very good looking and awesome prince. They're both frogs. You know, they're both covered in mucus and they both can jump really high and they're both really small. And it's just, that's kind of the way that it is, you know? So remove all the other um, external features or like the kind of stuff like that then they're able to, you know, find common ground and relate to one another. They're kind of like, ew, I'm so slimy and mucusy and I'm, you know, so green and I don't look beautiful and neither do I. And But who you are is what matters and how we talk and how we interact and how we get along is what's really special. So, you know, that works. And... It helps them see each other for what's within. You know, it's the beauty within, guys. And this movie also does a great job with the Louisiana background. They do a great job showing how beautiful Louisiana is. You know, they they do a nice job with, like, the swamp. They show it at night with, like, the stars in the sky. Evangeline. They do a great job with um, just the, the setting, the water. Them swimming around, dancing, lily pads. They just do a great job of like showing the nature of Louisiana, how beautiful it is in this movie. Um, obviously, it's drawn. It's not like an accurate, you know, a 100% accurate depiction of it. But it's just like, it's really cute to see. And I feel like the water really helps bond them. You, you know, like water... Water is kind of attracted to each other. And once they, once they, uh, like if you put two water droplets next to each other, once they connect, they're connected. So it kind of feels the same way with the two of them. It's like once they're together, they're together. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard for them to, to separate. And, and they have like little funny moments when they like get their tongues tied together and stuff. And that's kind of like the, a funny thing that they go through together. You know, little moments like that, little, uh, mistakes and mishaps um and then you know obviously they meet ray ah man i feel like ray i i remember i saw like a not a behind the scenes but kind of like 
the voice actor who do, who does Ray, he plays a lot of other uh, cartoon characters. So he was just doing all of their voices one after another. And when he did Ray's, there was something so special about the way he did. He did Ray's. He does a a, a really. I I think that's like one of the best voice acting performances ever. It's just that that character is so special. It's so it has such a a unique um unique voice and it really is a big part of who that character is you know and i really enjoy it and so overall the the ray was really i mean he got a happily ever after you know thank you but it's just like you hate to see something so good be squashed the way that he was and it's so sad but in the end he got to be a star next to his evangeline and i found that that was kind of like the first moment i felt like uh, not felt like but that was like a beautiful depiction of somebody describing something or someone they loved and then a visual representation of like you know in death it unites them or it's like a, a beautiful thing to look up at, you know, and see, which I think is, is great. And nature in general in this movie just felt so, I don't know. It didn't feel like, it didn't feel like they had a bunch of problems out there as frogs. You know what I mean? You would, uh, except for maybe Lewis, maybe, maybe like the alligator or the, the crocodile, you would expect, um, him to like eat them or something but it wasn't like anything that bad you know obviously they're they're prey but they're not you know terrible what else is there oh snap okay so we come to the end it's you know they've they've been spending some time together and now we got to get to this happily ever after so i think it was kind of a you know, you spend so much time with them as frogs, you're kind of like, well, they obviously have to change back at some point, but there was this really smart thing that they did, which was letting them make human decisions as frogs and making them stay frogs, you know? And I really like that idea that they don't, you know, it's the same reason I think we kind of like Shrek, is that like, they don't have to be humans or they don't have to you know be like this perfect version of like what people find good or like what other people think kind of looks good or looks right they can just be who they are so to speak so because of that staying frogs is actually a very powerful way to to kind of like leave them but once they get married, their love is revealed to each other. It's passion and it's really like who they are that they're in love with. It's not any labels. It's not any money. It's not because of, uh, you know, of anything else. It's because they genuinely have love for each other and they want the best for each other and they want to be together. And... Once their love for each other is revealed, 
then they are able to like fully understand that this person loves me. I love them back. Let's get married. And in their marriage, Tiana becomes a princess. And then when they share that kiss, they turn, they transform. They're back to who they are. And that's the, and I, I feel like Mama Odie knew that from the beginning, but obviously she can't push for it, but whatever, you know, it is what it is. But I felt it was so cool to see that. And then obviously now that they're back to their human selves, they can do what Tiana wants. And I felt like that was such a, a beautiful moment to see her get romance, to have a good, you know, a good man in her life now. Um, somebody who's willing to work hard for her and for her dreams and for her to flourish and succeed and be able to do things for her father, for her mother, for you know, giving Lewis a chance to play in the band with his trumpet and being able to look up at the stars at Ray and Evangeline next to each other and to be married and maybe one day have kids and teach them, you know? It's such a a beautiful thing. And uh, that's why I feel like this movie is so, so good. And, you know, we... There are talks about making it live action, um, but there there are talks to make everything live action these days. But I feel like this movie is like very special and to kind of, to make it live action, I don't know, it'd be, it'd be a little bit weird. I think they'd have to make some changes to the story, but overall, I think it, it works in both like as a historical movie and also as like a modern tale so you know if they do or they don't you know it doesn't really bother me this movie is just still so phenomenal and um it's definitely uh a favorite cooking movie of mine i guess you know right right up there with ratatouille you know but anyways yeah that that was that was something that i was i was thinking about the other day i was like they they cook in that movie, don't they? So then I rewatched it, and um, now here I am talking to you about it. So it is what it is. Anyways, I really want those beignets. I really that's 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 all that's all this whole that's what me talking about this movie was all about. I was just like, how can I get those beignets? Obviously, I can make them myself, right? But I feel like I would make like kind of like a not as a sweet or as flake you know i just feel like i'll never be able to live up to what i see in the movie as opposed to like what i actually make so that's why i like it'd be a lot better to go to new orleans and eat it have them make it and then i can like work on it myself you know what i'm saying but anyways thank you guys so much for listening i'll talk to you guys all next time thank you <laughs>